Welcome back, everybody, to Podland. Our summer vacation is over, and we are all back. I am with my wonderful friends and co-hosts, Nick and Jason. Guys, how are you doing today? I think um, I think we've traveled the most in like combined miles. I mean, how? That's right. how I think I we're think, over ten thousand. I think with we've Jay com- doing a lot of the heavy lifting. I think we've combined miles to wrap around the globe a couple times at least yeah so. it's uh, we kind of have had a unannounced unscheduled summer break from the pod because we've been yeah how how was place. your how was your guys' summer break was it good well mine's I, just mine's just kicking up i've been to miami twice we're about to put out an episode that's super super late that we recorded weeks ago but i've been back to miami twice since and then I'm going to Mexico this weekend, Scottsdale, Arizona next weekend, the weekend after. And then I'm going to be gone for 10 days in Europe. So insane. It's insane. Just I, climbed, man. I climbed Mount Everest. Oh, so, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, it, I uh, drove my rover in the sea of tranquility. Well, I'm sorry. Anyone, what? anyone pick up that reference? Yes, Jim of course. Gaffigan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The me monster. Nick. Nick, you went to Annapolis and stole a golf flag. Allegedly. Hopefully, yeah, the Naval you, Academy are, is listening. Yeah, are right you now. going to confess on national? Confess. Public? Confess right now. The people want, especially on YouTube, the people want to see the flag. They want to see after, the evidence. After watching I six that... seasons of Better Call Saul and two episodes of She Hulk, uh, I'm kind of brushed up on the law, law and how uh, lawyers work. Mm. So I am not saying anything. I, 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 your Ian, lawyer, I, I, Ian, I noticed that present. this. I noticed that this flag that he was telling us about pre-recorded allegedly telling is you not in the background anymore, and it was before. <laughs> That's pretty strategic. Allegedly, of him, allegedly in the background. <laughs> it's pretty strategic of him. Guys, we have a August ketchup today. Um, not mustard. August ketchup. Uh, we'll be we'll be talking about everything basically from our last last episode to now um, a few movies a few shows mostly that Nick has watched uh, Nick thank you very much for really you know taking on the challenge of uh, just sitting on your fucking ass and doing nothing okay just happy graduation gracious. from college everybody uh people you know send them a dm on our on, on our instagram saying uh congratulations nick on graduating college now you can sit on your ass even more be the and, first um, person be the first person other than fernando our beloved scammer to message us on it that's on right that's oh, yeah. right fernando shout out fernando well actually nick messages himself so i guess that really doesn't count but i do, I do not is fernando before, you no. Wow, no. that would be the biggest plot. That. that would be the biggest plot twist ever. Before we get into everything, trailers, pushbacks, etc., we have the almighty wheel. Nick, will you take us? I think I think we should just defer the wheel this week. Have a catch up. What if what if I need to get wet? Yeah, let's no. I, I and I, eat the hot chip. I I agree with the with the wheel thing. We should also. This is a big episode. Not only is it our first episode back from summer vacation, but instead of the wheel, maybe we take the time to uh, celebrate the fact that this is going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, specifically, this is our first episode back on YouTube after like three months off or something, right? We're back That's on YouTube. Right. That's yeah. right. And, aspiring, and hopefully TikTok. 
aspiring <laughs> film director Nick, uh, sorry, aspiring cinematographer Nick is heading the editing for all our future YouTube videos. So, big round of applause for yes. Nicholas Gregory and Stites TikTok, there. Yes. Jason, um, Jason had the the YouTube editing in the first what five episodes that I put out, and then That's it right. was, why'd it you was, just refer to yourself like and that? And then it was and then it was too much for Jason to handle. It was too. You much didn't for Jason say. To handle. You didn't say I. It was, it. Well, it was too much for Jason to handle, and he just he without really saying anything to anyone, just stopped doing the YouTube. Jason, thing. don't don't credit yourself out. Okay, no, you're a busy I, man, I'm, and we get it because you have you have traveled the most. Okay, you you are the new pitbull. You are Mister Worldwide in this scenario. Okay, and we are very thankful for you because you give this podcast a lot of like. Uh, views you know from different are, perspectives that you gather from around the world so are we um are we recording while you're in mexico so we can do our titular international no, episode no the, the light the light oh, coming from his the the light coming from his window is not yellow enough so he's not in mexico right now not right now the place we're staying in mexico is is on the water on the beach like we have our own okay steps right. down into moving the beach on. so moving on it could be a cool background. That's all I'm saying. It could be a cool setting, and we do um, so international. Or I can do, or I could do the podcast when I'm in Europe for ten days. That's true. That uh, uh, both. Yeah. Why not? Well, yep. Why not? Knowing why not? you, it, it'll be neither. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so are we deferring the wheel for today? I, I think instead of instead of uh, instead of spinning the wheel, because I think that that could just be too much. Um, Ian is making amends with the wheel. Yes, um, our, right. The first time we spun the wheel, uh, we got hot chip, and we have waited until the 2022 hot chips have released. They have been out now. Ian has one. Can you flash it, Ian? That's right. Yep. For everybody on the YouTube. 2022 hot chip, uh, Scoville level of what were you saying? 1.7. Yeah, 1.7 million. Yeah. Yep. Reaper pepper um, and a scorpion pepper. So, that's this has been sitting on my dresser for two days, just staring at me in the I th face. Yeah, I think you you should start to open that, and then we'll we'll jump into the uh, the Ring of Power trailer, and then we'll 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 circle back yeah, cir on your thoughts. Circle back to me. Circle back. Yeah, to me. we'll. Uh, we'll I'm gonna record this. I'm gonna record this on my phone because a lot of a lot of people want to see this. So we're gonna talk about the rings of power trailer as uh i am ian, dying as ian is ripping open this this hot chip box this is i can't believe he's doing Th this. this episode is off to a great start i've got uh people i've got my trusty i've got a million napkins uh next what are the napkins for for when i fucking start sweating whoa, my ass whoa, off whoa this is a family show ian i'm sorry whoa. he's okay, he's been but, dropping f-bombs left and right yeah because you make me angry nick <laughs> all right disgrace holy crap tongue takeover up, unbox shock. it up here unbox it up sorry sorry it's just a bunch of warnings right now okay. there's the chip sitting in that whoa. little package <laughs> it's just yeah. a, it's just one it's chip. got it's got a decent weight to it honestly so, so you're, you're going to eat the entire chip in one go, right? Just one. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, should you, I, I should feel I like just you have to you ha rip that's, the bandaid off yeah, and eat the whole thing? Yeah, that's the whole point of it. There's like an instruction manual that came oh, with it. Oh, open it up. Open it up. Oh, oh, shoot. 
You can bring oh, that. Oh, okay. I, I won't flip the other side right now. The other side is for something special. Yeah. But there's there's one side. Gives the different levels. It's, ups- the, uh, it's upside down, but that's fantastic. It's great. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, so we got we got some warnings here. Surge of tears, shock the senses, tongue takeover, jolt to the gut, and voltage <laughs> overload. This is, this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn into. You're gonna be in bad. an awesome mood the rest of this episode. All right. <laughs> It says there's a scale at the top that says you, a simple being who thinks they can handle the surge of extreme heat. One supercharged demon powered by the most electrifying peppers on earth. <laughs> you um it it this one claims to make your tongue blue, so at a certain point you're gonna have to show us the good old tongue. Okay, alright. Uh, let's open all it right, up. Package. Let's open it up, baby. This is this is just gonna give me a giant whiff of just death. Actually, I really, I really can't smell anything. Do you have COVID? Open it. Do you have COVID? <laughs> no. Actually, that's, Guys, that's kind taste. of taste. Okay, I can smell a little bit. All right, let's here see it the is. chip. Oh, it's wow! Black. This is oh wow! Freaking! It's kind of like a dark green. Wow! This is heavy. This is oh. like this is like <laughs> the Dorito you wish you had when you pulled it out of the bag. This thing is caked with shit, bro. All right. One bite. Everyone knows the rules. I don't even know if I could fit this whole thing in my mouth. You might have to do two quick, two quick bites. All right, guys. Cheers. So what's the what's the famous what's the famous saying for the pod? For the pod. The wheel is just. The wheel is just. Oh yeah, get it all in there. Get it all in there. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a solid crunch. That is a nice crunch. Is it like a Dorito type of? Uh... Keep talking about the. Oh, oh it's oh, oh it is Uh-oh. blue. Uh oh. Talk about the pod. All right, all right, Ian. Can we go straight into your Rings of Power reaction? Can you talk to us a little bit about uh, what your thoughts were of Ring of Power? Did you see the new trailer? The the new trailer. Did you see it, Ian? Did I did. What do you think? Of I it? did see it. <laughs> um, I thought. It was the. <coughs> well, I thought it was one of the most. <laughs> the most what? What are you trying bland. to say? Bland. Bland. I thought it was one of the most bland trailers, but I think it's because oh, I'm tearing up. Oh, oh fuck! It's one of the. Oh. Oh my god, I'm drooling. Oh fuck my life. Oh my god. Oh man. Guys, keep talking. So it was one of the most bland trailers, Ian. Okay. Alright, Jason, about? your thoughts. <laughs> um Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll piggyback off of Ian for a second. Yeah, I, I liked I, I uh I like the visuals a lot, a lot of repeated stuff that we've seen previously. Um I hated the music choice. It, there was kind of a Billie Eilish type song in the background that I didn't love. Uh, I just don't think songs with lyrics lend themselves to Middle Earth at all. Um, so it was kind of this was the worst uh, full length trailer they've dropped. But I I kind of get that they're at this point a week ish away. They kind of need to to market towards the uh, the general audience. Ian, would you agree I, with that? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You agree? D- did uh-huh. you agree with everything I just said? Uh huh. 
I got Can you show us the tongue? Back. Yeah, can we see the tongue? Some tongue. Can after? we see the tongue? No, not yet. Why? It's going to not be blue by the time we see it. All right. As, all, right. all right, here we go. Please? I'll be right back, guys. Oh. What? No! Oh, Where's he going? What? He left. No! He just left. Uh-oh. He's struggling. Oh, no. Oh. Is he going to go throw up? Ian has left the building. He might go throw up. That might be oh. what he's doing. That was... I have legitimate tears in my eyes. That was you unexpected. Can, I'm glad that we recorded this because there's a, a solid moment where you see it hit him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, wow. Well, let me subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that. Yeah, this would probably be an odd thing to just listen to. But uh, let me let me piggyback off of what you just said there, Nick, about mm. the new Rings of Power trail. I have not been shy on this podcast talking about how much I am disappointed in the trailers for Rings of Power. I feel like Have you liked any of them? Uh the one before this last one. The, the Comic-Con one or the one that they released before that? The Comic-Con one. That was kind of okay. like their full feature-length trailer with, with, with some storyline in it. That was mm-hmm. that was good. I liked that one. That was the best one they put out. This one, um, I we didn't see anything new. It was just kind of basic. But again, I, I, what's that? Yeah, f- finish your thoughts and I'll, I'll, I'll finish up. Well, it just, it, again, I, I keep going back to the same type of critiques. I don't want to be beating a dead horse. I mean, this is coming out here in a few weeks, so we can start to get into some meat of, of it once we get some episodes under us. But I, I just feel like it's plasticky. I feel like it's fake. I feel like it's uh, a fantasy show, TV show with a TV show budget, and it's trying to do things that – it can't do on a on a TV show budget, but we know but it that quite, it but, quite literally did not have but, that. But that's the yeah, and that's what's frustrating about it, is it literally had a gigantic, monumentally you know historically big budget that every movie or I mean, every episode has almost a feature length movie budget to it, and so this should be uh, an unbelievably gorgeous cinematic looking show, and it just doesn't feel that way now. There have been a couple reviews that have come out on the first two episodes, and um, they're all superb. They're all fantastic. So I'm obviously hopeful for this show to be good. I'm excited about another fantasy show along with House of Dragon, which I know we're going to talk about later, which was incredible. First episode was fantastic. So I'm excited about, about another show running alongside that. I just, my excitement for Rings of Power pales in comparison to the excitement that I have for House of Dragon. Yeah, and and I feel like, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, that this, that trailer was kind of a general audience trailer. Just kind of throw a, a slow pop song over shots of mountains, kind of get everyone excited. Because the those first two trailers that they dropped in July, the Comic-Con one especially, leaned a lot into the lore there was a lot of lore talk, a lot of talk of Sauron, a lot of talk of the rings themselves, um, the Harfoots. So I think <clears throat> this trailer just wasn't targeted for us uh, specifically, but I, I'm still hopeful, really excited for next week to, to like you said, have both those shows on in a weekend. So for a couple of weeks, we'll have Friday, Lord of the Rings, Sunday, House of the Dragon, which will be awesome. Yeah, I mean, imagine this. We have... I think I mentioned it last week, last week, last episode. We have She-Hulk. We have, <laughs> I mean, well, 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 let's take away the name. We have a major MCU show 
We have a Game of Thrones show. We have a Lord of the Rings show. And we have a Star Wars show that's going to be all playing at the same time here pretty soon in one week. It's like going to be mm-hmm. a, what, a Thursday. It's going to be like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, you know. Yeah. Because well, Andor, Andor got pushed. So that that's coming out in like three-ish weeks. Um, but I'm sure there'll be overlap between the four. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. We're kind of almost 20 minutes in here, and we only got to the Rings of Power trailer. Um. Yeah. Did this is uh in unsurprising news yeah. some DC movement. Um, Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom found a new release date on Christmas 2023. And correct me if I am wrong here, but this was in March 2023, I believe. A like initially. Yeah. Well, initially, initially is in 2022. It was supposed to, both of these movies were, well, at least I know for sure Aquaman was supposed to come out December 2022. And then a few months ago, it was pushed to March 2023. And now, like you're saying, Sh- it, it was, it traded with Shazam because Shazam was in that, that early spring slot. And then they moved that to Christmas. Yeah. Um, Cause that was supposed to come out a week before avatar 2 um this upcoming christmas season and then shazam fury of the gods just got pushed back to that march 17th 2023 spot so the only dceu pipe or movie we have coming down the pipe this year is black adam which is pretty awesome yeah i i just um we're gonna get into some of my mcu thoughts uh when we talk she hulk but I am, I'm being honest with you, I'm pretty disenfranchised, I'm pretty disappointed in all the comic book movies that we've been getting. It just, um, yeah, DC is under new management, under new ownership. Uh, Discovery took over Warner Brothers recently, and, and they're changing a ton of things, and I think they're trying to find their way. I think it's all good stuff, but... They're in this transitionary period where they're canceling shows that, uh, canceling movies that they know are gonna be terrible. And, yeah, I don't think we we've talked about that. We haven't yet, and so there's just like this big transformation within DC. Oh, are you are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yep, your your screen just went a little fuzzy. Oh, we're good. Oh, okay, we're good. We're good. Um, but but so DC's in this transitionary period, and then the MCU again. We'll talk about later. I just think is. Um, has kind of just lost their way or run its course yeah. or something. I mean, it's it's just uh, not exciting at all anymore. And so mm-hmm. when you have these two things happening at the same time and then pair it with some unbelie- unbelievable original IP coming out, pair it with uh, House of the Dragon and Rings of Power coming out, I mean, some awesome content getting pushed out at the same time. I think after 15 almost 20 years i think we'll we'll finally uh on the on the downhill trajectory of comic book movies that uh the general populace i think is is getting a little tired of them and moving their focus to some other uh, properties which i'm all about i'm for i'm in the same boat as them as well so i i see news like this and honestly it doesn't phase me one bit i have to wait another six months to watch Aquaman I have to wait another four or five months to watch Shazam uh it wasn't on my radar to begin with so I just don't care yeah I I I can't really 
blame you at all. I'm sort of in the same boat. Um, this this happened, I think, I don't think we talked about this on our the episode we recorded at the beginning of the month, but that Batgirl movie that was going straight to HBO Max got completely axed due to uh, like tax write-off reasons when the merger, the Warner Brothers HBO Max Discovery Plus merger happened uh, this month. So I don't think it was yeah. so much the tax write-off reasons. I think it was... They, they nixed it because it was so bad that they're like, hey, we would rather take the tax write-off. You know, it was like a $90 million movie that they spent making that they're just going to write that off as a loss. And they're just going to take that over any any profit they would have made, which they probably wouldn't have made anything if they would have released the movie because it was so bad. So at least, again, from that perspective, I am hopeful that new management is starting to understand DC's poor uh, ways, the the poor yeah. the, uh, business methodology in the last decade or two, and they're switching it up. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. But I'm yeah, not. Totally. I'm not. I'm not sitting here, you know, twittering my thumbs with excitement about what's coming down the pipe in the DC. The only thing that I can say that I'm excited about within the DC whatsoever is the little pocket realm that the Batman lives in. That mm-hmm. is that is the one character in the one little pocket universe that I genuinely am really excited about. I thought that movie was unbelievably good. I've watched it back multiple times now, and I hope they double down on that and almost just let this DCEU thing die or just reset and start over. Yeah, and don't do I'm it and don't do it so fast. Let's hey, let's walk yeah. before we run. And and speaking of all that warner brothers uh stuff and thinks getting canceled matt reeves just signed a a multi-year deal with warner brothers um this past week so he is batman 2 is pretty much confirmed at this point uh since they're kind of cutting it back on dceu stuff and and kind of focusing on oh look at this oh look who's back what happened oh Oh, no i feel like a story time is coming what happened ian how are I, we uh, doing? I threw up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Wow. But I don't think good. you can. We're good. Was it blue? Uh, it's yeah. It was blue. <laughs> it's not. It's not blue anymore. No. Was your but... was your puke blue? Oh, parts of it were blue. Yeah. I, I don't really want to go. I don't think there. you're allowed to Ooh. hold up that pamphlet now was it was it the was it the chip that made you puke or was it the entire like thing of ice cream that you downed immediately after no i think it it was was definitely it was definitely the chip Mm, i think it was the ice cream i think it was the chip but wow how would you review the chip how would you review the chip still residue on my fingers yeah, when I when I watched the Hot Ones video of them doing that exact chip this morning, they were wearing gloves. So yeah, I, I would to, go. Uh... Did you wash your hands? Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch your eyes. Yeah. Don't touch. I'm the not eyes. gonna for several worry, days. I, I don't worry. I will. <laughs> hey, hey, Ian. If you had to give a letterbox score to the chip experience, what would it be? <laughs> Negative five. Nope. Negative five. Wow, that lived up to the hype. Oh man, I'm wow, so glad. Was... I'm so glad I didn't have to do that. I mm. I don't think I would have. I think if that if 
if it would have hit me on the wheel, I just would have been like, no. no okay, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah, but you also haven't done your other punishment either. Uh, me? Yeah, I know. It's a. Hey, we don't have to bring it up again. I know. I know. There's a particular ex high school basketball coach and teammate of mine out there that's very upset at me, <clears throat> Nathan Schwartz, <laughs> uh, for not doing my uh, Sonic Two, the Sonic the Hedgehog Two, whatever the frick this movie is called. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's move on to the movie reviews. Yeah, Ian, you came back just in time. <sighs> We're about to pivot. Awesome. So. Since we took our little mini three-week break, there have been several movies that have come out down the pipe that I have seen. I can't really attest for the other gentlemen because they were traveling more than me. Um, Movies were 13 Lives, Prey, Bullet Train, Fall, and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I'm going to just start at the top, give some quick thoughts on them if you guys have seen them chime in we'll get a little extended talk but if not i'll be done in a minute uh 13 lives was a prime original uh directed by ron howard uh starring vigo mortensen joel edgerton and colin farrell colin farrell having quite the year i will say between the batman after yang and this um 13 Lives uh, is about the Thai soccer team that got trapped in the cave due to flooding in 2018. It was a huge international story. Um, and I one that I remember following very closely when it was happening in real time. Um, it, it kind of follows the divers um, and, and the lives of the people in the town. Um, this is, I would say, Ron Howard's best directorial effort in quite some time um yeah it was it was full of heart i was genuinely surprised it sucks that i that it was like a prime original because i would have gone out and saw this in the theaters did either of you guys see this one i did knives. not <clears throat> i did not but it's on my watch list because um i'm just into movies like that so i into movies um, about caves that's right yeah. That's right. I, we love cave movies. I did not, but it, I mean, it's a stacked, it's a stacked uh, cast, you know, along with Ron Howard. You know, yeah, Viggo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, Joe Egerton. I mean, talk about some heavy hitters. How was it? Yeah, I I really liked it. I I give it a a four four out of five um, on Letterbox. I'd probably because my my brain uh, like goes to like out of a hundred off the bat i'd probably give it like an 84 out of 100 um that's good super super solid it's two and a half hours you don't really feel the runtime at all um yeah really really well done i'm i'm glad that it uh that it just it exists it's it's a really good faithful adaptation of of the events that that uh took place um moving on to the second movie uh prey directed by Dan Trachtenberg, is the prequel to the 1980s Predator movie. Uh, and it follows a, uh, <clears throat> a Comanche warrior, uh, kind of a hunter, get, like, having like a, a 1v1 versus this Predator. Kind of cool, very simple movie. Um, kind of hope they continue to do this, like kind of just put the Predator in different time periods, like Assassin's Creed. It's like this is the most original and cool idea that they've had with this franchise 
since the original movie. Um, really cool. Uh, another movie that was on streaming, Hulu did this, uh, or at least Hulu got got the releasing for it. And yeah, another one I wish I could have seen in theaters because they're this the last like forty five minutes of this just straight up rule. Really cool action. Um, did you guys catch Prey? I did. And. I did. Uh, I I loved it. That was my first Predator movie, and uh, that was your first Predator movie. First Predator movie, and it won't be it won't be the last, but it'll be the you, first out of two. You should be wary of the rest of them. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch the rest because I saw well, I saw the letterbox scores, and I became very disheartened. But you became what? Um, disheartened. Oh, I th- thought the chip got got you again. No, it's still there though. Um, I don't. I mean, obviously, I've seen photos of what the Predator looked like in the past. <clears throat> I really liked this one's design. I thought oh, it was yeah. super cool, uh, very primal. Um, I love uh, just the subtle hints of just the comanche way of life like they see something in the sky they think it's a sign to go do this in reality it was just the predator ship landing i love the cut of the ship Uh, i'm getting into little spoilers but the cinematography was great i mean it's hard not to be when you're filming in a location like that action was awesome gory as hell um i i just yeah it was fun It, it cracked my top 10 I gave it a three and a half. So, well, I think it kicked. I think it kicked out the sea beast. So, mm. this uh, this may come as a shock, but I I still have not seen it yet, and I'm really look forward to. I'm really looking forward to watching it. I uh, I'm so disappointed that this isn't in theaters. I can understand mm-hmm. why they didn't release it in theaters because the last few part of the movies have been certified oh, yeah. garbage. That 2018 one was horrible. I'm surprised they even made this movie, to be honest with you. I mean, this franchise has been so bad. It has returned such bad uh, profits. The ROI is so low. Uh, I'm surprised they somehow greenlit this. And obviously they did it at a smaller budget. It's a a lower-budgeted film for sure. But from everything that I'm hearing, from everything that I've seen, it's, uh, it's it's really something. I almost wish that... They were able to pick pick up wind on the success, the critical success that this was going to get. Very, uh, even if it's very late before releasing it, and pivoted to putting in some theaters because I would love to go out and see this in theaters. Oh yeah, but it looks it looks fantastic. I I don't know if any of you've seen any news. I don't know. I'm I wouldn't be surprised at all if they make another one like this, set in a different time period. It feels like this could be kind of an anthology series in of its own where you you kind of can drop in at different points in time like imagine dropping into like the height of the roman empire and there's a predator you know visiting or, the... or like feudal japan and it's like samurais yeah oh dude or come on. or like a a group of soldiers in world war ii like or or that's a great one or vikings dude yeah, or literally dude i mean or pick... on manhattan on 9-11 or okay. have or have the predator do the hot chip challenge we'll have we'll have uh matt damon fight a predator on mars i mean matt damon's been like eight mars movies so let's put him in another one 
Predator no, versus Damon, Mars edition. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm excited to see it. It's uh, it's getting great reviews. I'm glad that you guys saw it, and, and you guys seem to be saying the same thing that I've been hearing elsewhere as well. So, looking forward to watching it. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna rip through these next two, and then and then we'll finish with Bullet Train because I know that's the one that all of us have seen. Um, so the next movie I saw was Fall. Looking up who it was directed by. This was this was a movie that I went and saw on a Sunday afternoon by myself. Uh, directed by Scott Mann. Um, it is about two climbers i don't i don't really know if there's like an official alex honnold wannabes i i should say um adrenaline junkies and one of them experiences a big tragedy in their life and this is their way of reacquainting themselves after the trauma and they decide to climb the b67 uh tv tower which is over 2,000 feet tall and of course, they get stuck at the top. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a review that said uh, 40, 47 meters up. I was like, yep. <laughs> "That's hilarious." That was uh, yeah, this was this was a good in and out. It it was pretty dumb. A lot of a lot of bad CGI. But I I looked it up. They made it for like three million dollars. But it made my palms sweat quite a bit when like when they were doing because they kept the camera on their faces as they were climbing and i was like oh my god i don't have like a full-on fear of heights but it's enough that i was like this is actually kind of working like it it got my juices flowing a bit right i'm Um, sure did you see 47 meters down yeah this was better than that one okay i didn't know if uh 47 meters down like heightened your like fear of the ocean that you didn't know you had or something so no that would be yeah, th- this was solid. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it was me and another guy sitting all the way in the front row. <laughs> like, I was like, that's, that's... we're kind of bonded in this way. Well, I'll never see him again, but we saw Fall together at 1.30 p.m. 40, on a Sunday. You'll see each other 40 Yeah, it was pretty good. I think I gave it a two and a half. It was, it was solid for what it was. Uh, bodies, 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 uh, A24's newest effort. Um kind of a whodunit got pete davidson rachel sanat um i don't maria bakalova who was in borat 2 uh pretty solid kind of a it was more of a whodunit rather than a straight up slasher um pretty good twists i enjoyed it for what it was uh it didn't really i laughed way more than i thought i i would it was legitimately (laughs) really hilarious did pete davidson Uh, did pete davidson do it did he do it did he do what? Did he do it? Did he kill them? It? Was he the kill? Oh. I'm not. I'm, yeah, Jason, I'm aren't not you going to watch gonna, it? I'm not going to spoil the movie. I just feel like. Come on, Jay. I just feel like he'd be the easiest pick. Um, mm. <clears throat> I I watched it, and a, a lot of it was insufferable. I, I was having <laughs> a hard time just watching it because I think it's. I think it was. Uh, um. The, the one chick's acting she was just so good it made the movie insufferable i alice alice whoever, whoever oh rachel sinette yeah she she was the perfect encapsulation of a 
Gen Z TikToker from New York who despises their parents, but is also like still on their health care. Yeah, no, it she, is. It she, was. She was so funny. She was hilarious, but also just I was like, like, like scratching myself just every time she came onto the screen and like said some dumb shit. But <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. I, I wasn't. I wouldn't say it's you know. Um, it's not exactly a slasher like Nick said. I wouldn't say it's as enjoyable as X was earlier this year. Oh yeah, I have X rated higher. Um, but it is. I I do think it's better than Men too. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun if you're if you're gonna watch this with your friends. I think it I think it's hilarious. But um, I I found it to be kind of predictable. Um, I kind of just was like i had that itch in the back of my mind i was like i think i know what happened but i do want to see this through Mm -hmm. so um yeah i mean it's just i i gave it three stars that's that's just you know it was just i yeah i think i gave it three and a half i'd probably give it closer to like a 71 yep pretty good jay are you do you want to see that at all um, I will be honest. I'm not sure I will get around to watching Bodies, 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 but Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But I like saying the name Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Right, right. that's true. We'll see. I'll well, let you know if I end up watching it. I do have, I do have some, I do have some long flights to Europe, so. Um, that's could, true. Could end up in um, one of those movies. Moving on to a movie that we all have seen. Uh, Bullet Train, which came out earlier this month, uh, directed by David Leitch um, of Hobbs and Shaw fame. And I think he like secretly directed the first John Wick or something. And Deadpool 2. He directed a lot of stuff. Holy cow. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty loaded cast. Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Joey King, uh, Sandra Bullock, Logan Lerman. Yada yada yada. Even Pretty some good. other, even some other fun cameo. Andrew Koji, Storm Shadow, Ian. Yep. That was don't awesome. Forget a, don't forget about one guy. Which one? Well, well, well. Well, yeah. You don't want, if you don't we want go spoil, into spoilers, you don't want to spoil it. <clears throat> yeah, pretty pr- pretty fun self enclosed action movie, all on a Tokyo bullet train. A lot of hitmen. Pretty fun action. David Leach, I will say. Really good at action. I know his his background is in stunt and stunt coordination, so that really comes off in the way that the hand to hand and the set pieces are are pulled off. Um, he really has an eye for that. Which one? Well, oh, that's the director. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. Okay. He he started off as like a stunt person. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So that is a main my main positives is like it was a fun action movie. My gripes were. <clears throat> It was every single – I hate movies where every single character is the quippy character and just is like jokes, 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 jokes. That's my main gripe with like Taika Waititi stuff. It's it's exhausting and it really doesn't help you attach to any characters because you know that they're not taking anything seriously. And it kind of feels like they don't respect you as an audience member in a way. Um I didn't love the cameos either. I, I, it's, if, I feel like we're at a point in culture where like a famous person shows up in a, in a random movie and we're like, yay. Like, okay. That's so sad. Um, 
yeah, it was it was enjoyable for what it was. Uh, Jay, I'll, I'll kick it to you since you've been you haven't seen any of the previous movies. So, what did you think of Bullet Train? Well, I, I think it's to what you've been just saying right now. I think it's all about expectations going into a movie like this. It's what are you expecting from the movie? What are you hoping uh, to see? And uh, and again, it's up to the marketing of the movie to tell you before you walk into that theater, hey, this is what this movie is, and this is what this movie is all about. And I went into the movie with the mindset that this is going to be similar to John Wick, similar to Bob Odenkirk's Nobody, like just kind mm-hmm. of an outrageous movie that isn't grounded in reality whatsoever, that is going to have more <clears throat> of that Taika Waititi comedic flair to it. I really like the trailer to this movie. I thought the trailer was really fun. And the one with Staying Alive was great. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. fantastic. And so <laughs> I came in with that mindset, and I'll be honest with you, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I, you know, It was kind of a dumb, fun movie, and I had a lot of dumb fun watching it. I thought that it was a little slow to get into it, but um, but once it got you know picking up steam a little bit in the second act, uh, I I found the action to be really impressive. I loved seeing the the action. I personally have a sweet spot for Aaron Taylor Johnson, and so seeing him in this movie, I thought was superb. He looked awesome. His mm-hmm. he is also a fantastic actor. He needs to be yeah. in a whole lot more. I want to Craven see, the Hunter. Uh, yeah, other than Godzilla. That, yeah, I, I can't really say that I'm putting a whole lot of uh, faith in the Craven the Hunter movie. But anyways, um, I mean, I, I guess to your point is, to your point about no no one taking anything around them seriously. For the most part, I think that is true. But there were parts of this movie that I thought really worked from a dramatic perspective. I thought the uh the relationship between Aaron Taylor Johnson and Lemon, what's his name? Brian Henry, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. Shout out to Lana. He I thought there were moments between those two that were really emotional. Oh, their chemistry really good. Their chemistry was yeah. awesome. Great One of, chemistry. Some of the best in the them. movie. So those two I, I found really endearing and I got attached to those guys pretty quickly. So I thought they were fantastic. The one that really I couldn't uh, vibe with at all was the kid. Was was the little girl that was in the movie? Um, oh, Joey King's character. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't know. Brad Pitt, I thought was, I thought was great. Brad Pitt, watching this movie, I'm like, you know, everyone seems to be vibing with each other in terms of like, they, it all seems like everyone uh, is in the same movie with each other. Like, it, it makes sense mm-hmm. to mash all these characters up. And then I felt like there was Brad Pitt's character that just kind of. <laughs> was in the wrong movie i don't i don't know i I just felt like this guy doesn't belong here or fit in this and i i I almost feel like it's by design because i loved it like he just seemed like and that was the whole point of i i think the movie was this guy who had no business being there he was obviously i don't want to get into spoilers but it wasn't supposed to be him there and he got thrown into this situation and he's like i'm just like going with the flow he has no idea what's happening why it's happening he's just going with the flow the entire movie and i i found it really funny i thought it worked um you know my ex going I'll, I'll end with this full circle to what i started with i went in with the expectation that this was going to be a comedic version of nobody and john wick and honestly that's what it was I agree with the 
uh, cameos. There's a lot of cameos in here. I didn't know that there was going to be a lot of cameos. I just I thought it added to the funness of the movie. So um, I liked it. I liked it. Ian, what did you think? I liked it too. I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I think Brad Pitt was just having so much fun with this. Oh yeah. I, I don't I don't oh, think yeah. he cares what anybody thinks about this movie. I think he signed up to do this movie because he read the script and saw how out the potential of how much fun he'd have making this, which I really do think he had because I literally think him and Sandra Bullock went from the Lost City lot straight to the bullet train lot. I don't think they wasted any time doing that. I thought it was so funny. But um that was a major uh, spoiler you just gave there, Ian, but that's fine. That's fine. No, it, it's no, it's known that she's in the movie. Is it? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's in the trailers. Her voice yeah. is in the trailers. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. So um I I liked it a lot. The action was great. It really really great it's just the kind of action that you can enjoy and not like kind of cringe at it's the action that you can laugh at and whatnot um i just keep thinking about brad pitt throwing the water bottle at aaron after taking a sip and uh i i it's i don't think it's gonna be a movie we're gonna watch again but i thought it was really fun yeah one time watch i would agree all the chemistry um between i mean you can even argue the chemistry between uh um brad pitt with uh aaron taylor johnson's character and um uh what's what's lemon's actor brian tyree henry brian tyree henry too it's just uh, brad pitt i feel it just gets along with everybody so i mean that's kind of just a thing but um they could almost have their own spin-off those two characters aaron taylor johnson and brad pitt's character uh i could see those two banter back and forth for entire movie Unlike you, Jason, I was more invested in the first half than the second half. I think it overstayed its yeah, welcome. Yeah, I'm kind of with Ian. It kind of overstayed its welcome for me towards the end. Um, it, it got really messy, especially when the older Japanese guy was explaining everything and just being... Uh, A lot of exposition. Yeah. Um, that That didn't take me out of the movie per se but it's just like okay like can we get on with this like yeah this has been on the screen for like two three minutes let's move on now um but i will say that um i really enjoyed the cameos i love the action i love i i actually i really love the wardrobe to this movie Mm. as well the wardrobe was fantastic brad pitt's character didn't really have anything special but i mean anything from the uh the 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 mexican guy the japanese guys um even just bad bunny bad bunny that's right bad bunny yep even aaron taylor johnson and uh uh brian tyree henry's character had awesome uh yeah they they looked they looked fly so i gave it a three star on letterbox um again i think we all give it the same it was it was very enjoyable. Um, it just over for me it overstayed its welcome a little bit long, um, but yeah, it's it's probably a movie I'll visit way 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 down into the future. But I won't go out of my way to see it. I'll probably just stumble upon it. So, but would you guys yeah. give it three stars? I think we all give it the same. I think we cool. all landed on three. 
Yeah, I, I think it's solid. If you if you guys want to talk about the 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 cameos, we can go into spoilers real quick and then move on. No, I, I don't. I'd rather move on. I, I really like that. Yeah, quick spoilers ahead, guys. Just just a warning. I really like the Ryan Reynolds one. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was I hate, hilarious. I hated, I hated it. I thought it was. I I wasn't like yay. Nick Nick like is Nick, a, Nick is immune to fun. All right, just yeah, have some fun, that's not, man. I was that like, is not I was, true. We're, we're the whole about time, to argue in a little bit. The whole time he was like talking about how much he hates that guy, and it's like, I was like, I wonder if they're ever gonna show him or if they're just gonna keep him a mystery man. And they showed him for like, it, his face was literally on the screen for like three seconds. That like, David Leitch did the same exact thing. In Hobbs and Shaw with Ryan Reynolds, the, almost the same exact like, really? cam- type of cameo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spoilers then, for Hobbs and Shaw, I guess. And then and Bra- uh, Brad Pitt had like the same cameo in Deadpool. Yeah. I hope yeah. my oh, God, I David forgot Leach. about yeah, that. Yeah, another David Leach movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh um, yeah. Wow. And then Channing Tatum was very fun. Yes. The whole yes, time. Too. Yeah, very funny. He had he had a little bit more screen time than Ryan Reynolds did, and his lines, all the few they were they were funny um all right that's all i'll say nick and we can move on to move on to shows probably you're itching to get to this so yeah i know i know we want to talk about house of the dragon and she hulk so <coughs> all kind of rip through these really fast um and then we, we can get to talking to i guess the meat of the episode the meat that's over 50 minutes in um better call saul show over stuck the landing for me uh, really great nice. the last several episodes made me like just legitimately depressed i was like this is such a sad show now oh good like sat like the, the yeah the stuff that I they did with with year. the uh jimmy saul gene character is amazing really solid um i'm i'm glad it exists and it's very rare that a show stands on its own like breaking bad and then they're like let's make a spin-off and then the spin-off is arguably better and okay. some I've, i was I've gonna seen, ask how like, you felt about it compared to breaking bad my my thoughts are this you can watch breaking bad in and of itself and love it mm. yep you kind of need to have seen breaking bad to fully get all of the beats of better call saul and i think that's its main knock okay but it is in and of itself. Better Call Saul is legitimately good, and I'm shocked that a spinoff was this good and stands on its own, despite a couple plot points that like would hit more if you had seen Breaking Bad. Okay, I um, I'm excited for next year because it releases on Netflix next year, right? Yeah, probably yeah. sometime in the spring. So I'm very excited because the end of season five was awesome and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I've only heard good things from you. And so I'm very much looking forward to it. I love Bob Odenkirk. He is so yeah, good he's at great. what he does. So, um, next <clears throat> the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder's HBO show, uh, following the success of Nathan for you. Have either of you watched Nathan for you? Uh, um, episodes I have. He is legitimately one of my favorite comedians and Nathan for you is one of my favorite shows in the comedy world. Um, hilarious. The stuff he does in the rehearsal, six episodes, the first six episode show, I will say I will give props to 
Um, it is unbelievable the stuff that he is able to do in this uh, show. It, a significantly bigger budget. Nathan for you was on Comedy Central. The rehearsals on HBO. So he he really gets to strut his stuff and his uh, comedic strengths um, are on full display in the rehearsal. One of my favorite pieces of media from the year, easily. Um, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. It's only it got renewed for season two, but yeah, it's six. It, it, the the cringe humor is one of the toughest things for me to handle. Like it's it's a trip to try to get through some of Nathan Fillion's cringe humor. Try it. I, I kind of want to see what, what Ian thinks, not not knowing pretty much anything about him, just kind of jumping in. That'd do you want me to do that and not watch Nathan for you? It's You well, don't it, have to. There's too much okay. of Nathan for you to really watch, too. There's so many episodes. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll throw it on my list. Uh, next, the Sandman, Neil Gaiman's adaptation of his graphic novel from the 90s. I thought... This was on Netflix. I thought this was a great adaptation of the source material. I was very suspect on it just because it was Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I was very, very concerned. Um, they honestly gave it a very good shake, and I hope it continues. Netflix continues to renew it because I think it brought a light on, on a pretty cool IP. Uh, the Sandman is not like anything else. Um kind of in its space there's a really great i was telling ian this earlier there's a really great audible uh dramatization that they did of the first couple um issues from the comics that james mcavoy is the voice of morpheus which is also really good i i, I recommend that but yeah i i was pleasantly surprised I, you both of you have seen episodes of the sandman haven't you i've, yep. I've seen it all. i watched i watched another one today did, so. did you like it jay i did i liked it a lot <clears throat> i admit i haven't uh, read the graphic novels um, but I, I know that they have a really really strong following and mm-hmm. I, I love the artwork when I look at it too um, and there's so many yeah. spinoff shows that, that I mean like John Constantine like Constantine that show with uh, there's the movie with Keanu Reeves or the, I mean, is that just a pop the culture the CW show yeah the CW is, there, is that just like a pop culture character is it from no. the Sandman no so the, the comics The comics are DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. like, the whole – the comic run is in the DC banner. So, in the comics, there's Arkham Asylum and the Scarecrow and John Constantine, the DC character. But because Netflix adapted it, they kind of had to find a loophole of Joanna um, Constantine, which I'm fine with. It, I feel like it would it would kind of distract if they tried to do the whole DC tie-in. I don't think DC would have allowed them to do it on Netflix. So, it, yeah, I – there are DC ties at the beginning of the comics, and they kind of stray away from it. It seems like I mean they switch. Like John, what would... John D in in the show, um, he is in the comics. He's in Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay, okay, okay that's good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, what are your thoughts on them swapping a ton of the characters out for, like, for example, woman? There's like four or five characters that were men in the graphic novels that a woman death uh death was a girl in the comics um i haven't Luc- seen it all jason so lucifer is probably the biggest the biggest change. i mean it's the, it's the devil i don't think so i mean i'm just asking what your thoughts were from i, the, from I really the it, it never it comics. never it never really bothered me 
too much. Um, it Brand never took me out, so I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The she actually did a better job than I thought. I was I was a little I was a little sus on her, but I was like, once they, they all the scenes in hell, I was like, oh, this. She actually kind of steals. They this. freaking I that episode stood out to me. I I'm only five episodes in. I just finished the uh, 24/7 one. Um, 20 24/7 in what in a that ride issue that was. In the in the um, in the comics, that issue is insane. Is that it's that, way more bloody in the comics? Is that, that that's that's the that's the Dino episode? That's the yeah, dude, I was I, blown I, away. Dude, that was one of the. Uh, I I want to be careful what I say on a public forum, but I watched it under interesting circumstances with some friends, and it was one of the wildest episodes of any television show I've ever seen. That was. Yeah. A legitimately insane episode that just felt like it was going on forever and ever and ever taking place in one spot. It that yeah. was a crazy episode. I my favorite episode of the season, I think, is the one him and Death go, and she's kind of taking them yeah, around. Yeah, that was a good episode and showing them I, her her side of things, and then it and then it pivots into, um, the the one where he meets the guy over and over and over again throughout history, which is one of my favorite issues. It's, it's really well done. I'm shocked. Netflix pulled this off. Um, yeah, I'm glad you got Jay. You enjoyed it. And then Ian is currently yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, uh, who was the guy that played uh dream? I don't, I don't know. know. He, I thought he did a great job. And, yeah. And I'll end with saying that there is talk that Netflix is waiting to see how it continues to do before Greenlight season two. I really hope they Greenlight season two, because this was another, this is what I was talking about. This, this fits squarely into the category I was talking about before about the comic book, uh, you know, disenfranchisement that this is technically a DC property, but it's so different, so unique. It felt like a dune almost. It felt like this is a unique take on uh, a piece of property that hasn't been given the light of day. And it was it was really well done. I want more of this. I want more of Dune. I want less of MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um uh, let me touch on Westworld season four really fast. Uh, I liked the first half of the season more. Kind of ended in an interesting spot. I is guess season, is season doing... four done? Yeah, it's eight episodes. Um, I think they're doing one more season, and then it's over. But yeah, I I fell back in love with the show the first like half of the season, and then it did that thing where it was like, let's confuse you on purpose. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is this is a little lame, but I, I stuck with it. It was certainly better than um, season three, significantly better than season three. Um, so if that held you up, it's uh, season three is the only it. thing that's holding me up. I, I have a hard time getting into it. I like the first two. I mean, the first season was phenomenal. I mean, you could yeah. you could honestly just watch the first season and only watch the first season and be fine. The first season's so fun. It's just been progressively worse and worse. The I feel like if you start season four, it'll hook you enough to, that you'll get through it. I mean, they thought that this was going to be the next Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then it turns out Game of Thrones was the next game. Of <laughs> yes, which we'll talk about. 
Um, and then Only Murders in the Building Season 2. Jay, you watched it? I did. So fun, man. What a it fun It is so show. fun. Ah, I had I'm, a great time with it. I watched most of it on the way back to Miami twice. You know, I had mm-hmm. so many flights back and forth to Miami. That's basically where I knocked this entire show out. And uh, uh, those three, what a great... I mean, we all know that uh, Martin Short and... Um, and Steve Martin have a collaboration and had a comedic mm-hmm. collaboration for years. And so this is probably just so much fun for them to be able to do this show together. Then to yeah. add Selena Gomez, you know, so different from who they are. They worked so well together. Just, ah, oh, such a fun, fun watch. That, that is a show that did a cameo really well at the end of season two. I, that was really funny. I agree. It was good. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Maybe not as much as season one, but as long as they keep making it, I'll keep watching it. Doesn't, doesn't upset me very easy watching television. No, I mean, and it's hard when you watch season one, it, it, it very much so feels like a, a one small contained story. Yeah. And then they very clearly, you know, try to stretch it out another season. And so I'm assuming they're going to be obviously doing that with a third season. And so... I I feel that the third season will be the worst of the bunch just because the the more you attempt to draw out a contained storyline, I think the less satisfying it's going to be. Yeah. I'm not mad that they're going to do a third season, but yeah, season one was, was really, really fun. Season two was still fun. I still enjoyed season two. I'm not expecting yeah. a lot from season three, so it's not a show that I'm, you know, can't wait to get back into, but uh, I would recommend season one to anyone and definitely season two. Cool. So moving on to what you certainly wanted to talk about, Jason. She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. This sh- Episodes 1 and Episode 2. Yeah. Um, what a garbage file of a TV show. This thing sucks, guys. This thing this... is so bad. This Jason, you hate fun. Listen, I, I cannot sit here and tell you the last MCU property that I thoroughly enjoyed. When was it? Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Spider-Man into the... Yeah. Uh, uh, not into no the, Way Home. Not, yeah, No Way Home. Into the Maguire. Into the Maguire. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that one was the last time I really enjoyed an MCU property. And that MCU property wasn't even really connected with the greater MCU, even though it had Doctor Strange... He didn't really play a huge part in it other than the catalyst of the of the movie. It was really about the Spider-Verse. It was about the previous two Spider-Man franchises. And, and so, like, what was the last MCU movie that was heavy MCU that I really enjoyed? Was it Endgame? Was it Endgame? I, and, and so I'm sitting here thinking to myself watching this, these last couple episodes of, of She-Hulk, which are super short, by the way. They're like, tw- I mean... Outside of the, if you take away the credits, I mean, these things are sub thirty minute episodes. They fly, yeah, but, they fly yeah, by. Yeah, but tell them how long the credits are. I don't know. Like I legit, I legit, like, hovered over the, the screen today when I was watching episode two. I was like, oh, okay, I get still got some decent time. Three quarters of the bar are credits yeah, it, yeah. eight minutes worth of credits that's crazy so it's like a 22 minute show episode and and um it just i i i can get into the stupidity of this particular show but just the mcu as a whole i think 
with Miss Marvel and now this, I just I, I and the last couple movies with Doctor Strange and Thor, Love and Thunder, I just don't understand what they're doing. I don't understand the stories they're trying to tell. <clears throat> if you take any of these TV shows or movies by themselves, they are not impressive shows. They are not impressive movies. They um, uh, they just seem like cash grabs. But then the only thing that usually makes up for that is that it connects to the greater story and it moves it along in an interesting way. And none of these do. And this show in particular, you know, it continues to make the what the original MCU was worse. How does it do that? It takes a great character like the Hawk and continues to make him worse and worse and worse, just like they've been doing with Thor. Um, I was hopeful with what they were doing with Thor in Ragnarok. I thought they gave him some life. And then they fell fat in their place with Love and Thunder. Hulk has been just a slow progression of a of a decline. Yeah, character. they they haven't known what to do with that character. They have no quite they have time. no idea what to do with him. He's a beloved character, especially in the comics. I mean, this is an awesome, menacing, huge you know nuclear threat type of character that the entire story usually evolves. It, I mean, every MCU story with the Hulk involved usually has to do with how do we contain him? How do we make sure like whatever we're doing we're we're considering the hawk. I mean, he's just like the piece that that changes everything on the board, and uh, he's just like a bumbling idiot and super weak in the show. Just like they made Thor in Thor: Love and Thunder, and I just don't understand why they're doing it. So, where's the main MCU characters today? Well, we know Iron Man and Captain America are gone, so they're gone. That's two of the six originals, and then. Um, Two of the other six originals are Hawkeye and Black Widow. Black Widow's gone, so that's three of the six are gone. Half of them are gone, and then and then Hawkeye is Hawkeye. You know, he kind of is, is a sucky character in of himself, and his TV show made him way worse as well. Dumped him down, and then now these final two characters, who are like the big guys, Thor and Hawk, they made them weak and stupid and boring. And I just don't get it. There's this great meme I sent you guys a few days ago of, of, of one photo was the Hulk smashing uh, that gigantic alien in the first Avengers movie. And then in the second, the second screen, it shows him getting run over by the Jeep <laughs> in, the, in the first episode. It just, I hate it, man. I just think it's dumb. I, and I will be honest, I've seen the first two episodes it's going to be really hard for me to keep watching. Well, this pod is enough reason for you to keep watching. That is true. Um, I I'm I not... just think like I I you mentioned earlier about expectations. Uh, my expectations are at like a zero now with the MCU. So now going into any of these cash grab, quantity filled, mayhem like Disney Plus shows, it's just like. It's cute, I guess. Like, Miss Marvel was cute. I d- d- didn't care watching it. I was just like, this is nice, I guess. Like, Ed, I don't know. The, uh, my opinions have changed. I don't, like, go into it hoping that it, like, shatters my world because it's clear Disney and Marvel are just focused on getting the most amount of content out right now and not quality. Um, 
but I mean, I I haven't hated the first two episodes of of uh, She Hulk, but I also liked the first two episodes of Moon Knight too, and that turned out to be a disgusting show. So who knows? I mean, maybe maybe you're right, and it does like a fully offend me and my family. But it's like whatever. <laughs> I I did think that the the second episode of She Hulk, while both are short. I it did make me chuckle a little bit, like here here and there. I I got I got some chuckles out of it. Um, Ian, She Hulk hot takes? Um, no hot takes. I I mean I just I hate the I hate Disney Plus. I hate uh, Marvel's structure and how they're bending to Disney Plus's rules. Um, I I really like I I sorry I don't really like I'm and I'm liking it so far story wise. It's just. It's just weird pacing, especially that first episode. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes because this latest episode we learned about the timeline. Uh, did you guys know about the timeline before going into this? Couldn't tell you. I even cared enough to look it up. Um, so now we know like at what time this, this takes place. And it takes place during uh, a, a, a great marvel movie that came out last year um so am i looking forward to the next one no will i watch it yes am i enjoying it kind of i just don't it's like nick nick to me today said he he much prefer a longer amount or a bigger amount of episodes with fewer screen time i'm the opposite i i want more I, I want a longer runtime, you know, maybe meet in the middle and have a little bit more than six episodes, guys. Is it is She-Hulk only feels... six episodes? No, no it's, it's nine. It's going to be it's, nine. Uh, that's why my I, my point was I'm glad that it's nine because all of their six-episode stuff has sucked. We're like, Loki, I believe, was seven or eight. WandaVision was nine episodes. Like, if it once it's not nine or six episodes, it's fine. No. So I'm... I'm kind of putting hope in that too like i i prefer that like i'd rather wait once a week 20 minute episode and see more stuff fleshed out than like six 45 minute episodes and it's just like meh and maybe that's it is maybe you know i've i've been waiting a week for the next episode i only get 20 minutes you know whereas we're watching a very big ip on sundays now and hour long 10 episodes it's delivering long episodes with a long season like runtime and you know that's what i'm looking for as soon as that episode which we'll get into in a second here as soon as that ended i'm craving it more yeah i i I want it more i i'm I'm wanting i'm wanting to rewatch the episode i'm I'm, yeah and I'm not getting that from. I even got that from Sandman. I've, I've been watching the Sandman, and I'm like, I gotta keep going. It's good. Yeah. Like I love the design of everything, the characters, etc. But it feels like, it just feels like now the, what to, you guys have been saying, just another cash grab that Disney and Marvel are trying to produce the most amount of content. Now, some of it, some Ian, of it sticks. Ian, to to play devil's advocate though, Ian, um, the She-Hulk show probably has. A, a, just a tiny budget compared to these other shows you're talking about. Hey, look, look at me. Look at me defending She-Hulk. Right. 
great. You, you're doing you my up, job. You grew up within 10 minutes. All right, let's talk about the the big one. Oh. And then uh, and then we'll wrap up here. Wow. We um, could we could have done a whole show on just this. Honestly. Nick, you want to start? House of the Frickin' Dragon. It's Game here. of Thrones first spin-off is officially here, debuting its first episode uh, uh this past Sunday. Uh it actually it, it 9.99 million people. It, it like no, broke HBO. Yeah. No more. No, was, I thought it was 10.6, 10.7. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe the maybe the number updated. It yeah, was I, it was I saw that it was like 9.9 million, but that's that's crazy. Yeah. I it think, broke like the single day yeah. watch record for HBO, which is not. Well, since which, since the since the finale of Game of Thrones aired, which was over 3 years ago to now, the highest rated episode of anything not premiere, the highest rated episode of anything HBO's put out was the season finale of Euphoria Season 2, which was 6.6 6 million viewers. And this had over 10. That's insane. Yeah. People just biding their time waiting for this to come back. Um, Yeah, this looks unbelievable. Takes place uh, 172 years before Daenerys is born. So we, we got some ground to cover. I want to get something off right away. I accidentally read the Fire and Blood book. So I know <laughs> where this show is going. And boys, you better buckle in. Jason, because let it's me, gonna what, be what, what do you mean you accidentally read J- it? Jason, let me take you through <laughs> Nick and I's uh, text, bro. Just let me let me take you through them. Um because that's that's exactly what I was saying. He like said, rec- like recently? Yeah, he texted like within me in the on, last month. Yeah, yeah, he texted me. He I got said, so I excited accidentally for read you. the. Tar- he called it the Targaryen book. <laughs> <laughs> he said I accidentally read the Targaryen book on accident. That w- those were two separate texts. I said, "How does that happen?" He said, "I opened it." It, no, he said it opened and I kept reading on accident. <laughs> I was like, so you know what happens in the show now? He said, but I know how the show is going to shake out. Yes, on accident. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> he just kept saying on accident. On accident. Well, well, to be fair. People were doing that for the first five seasons of Game of Thrones. And, right, and, and right. honestly, to be fair, I haven't read Fire and Blood, which is what the uh, show yeah. is based on. However, I will admit I have consumed... The, I, I would say the reason I have been, been watching a lot of shows, TV shows and movies in the last month or two is because I've been taking in an ungodly amount of YouTube videos on fire and blood. And I also know. And like I, the da- Dance of and, Dragons. And Dance of Dragons. I also know yeah. what happens. So I, yeah. I, 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 am, <laughs> I, I am totally, I'm totally aware of what is about to happen. And you know what? It's that, gonna be insane. It doesn't stifle my excitement one. No, bit. it doesn't. I am just stoked to see this man, and it almost raises my excitement because I know the the big events that are coming in later seasons, um, and you know, like that one big big event, uh, uh, Nick. This you know this big confrontation between two individuals and two certain particular beasts, and uh, over a particular over lake. a particular lake. That I do. Oh my gosh! I am just. Oh, I cannot. Guys, wait. I had to eat the hot chip. Can we not talk? Can we not st- talk in 
freaking code. So I, I mean, you want us to just spoil no, the we, show well, we for can, you? No, we can't spoil it. I, what I want is to talk about the first episode. You literally have okay. this in your okay. mind. Okay, can I, can okay. I, can okay. I, can okay. I say? Can I say that um, yes. for me personally, I'm a little frustrated. I'm a, okay. I'm a little frustrated. Air grievances. At Nicholas Stites. I'm upset. Okay. I'm upset a little go. bit with Nicholas Stites. Because yep. we've been saying for months, we've been talking yep. about Hot D, mm-hmm. which is what uh, George R. R. Martin calls House of the Dragon. Uh, he himself, I don't care what he, he thinks anymore. He himself I don't coined, care. He himself coined it. Ian, Hot have you D. read those books? No, not yet. Okay, well, so, you don't get an opinion on I Actually, I do. No, listen, listen. So we've been talking about Hot D versus uh, Rings of Power for months, and I've been saying for many, many months that House of the Dragon looks infinitely better, and I believe it's going to be infinitely better. And I'm pretty sure that Nick has been poo-pooing House of the Dragon. I have months. not. I have not. Ian, he is, Ian do you no, feel like he, he has? I have not. No, he hasn't. He's just I have been, not. He's just been more excited for Rings of Power. My 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 main point was I know it was a July episode when we both the trailers came out in the week and we said which one would you rather keep? Right. And my point was. I would rather keep Lord of the Rings because a I have all I already have seen Game of Thrones, like I I know what that looks like. There's eight seasons of it. It's great, minus a season. Two, and two a half. seasons. My no, a season, season and a seven half. wasn't that bad. No, seven and eight. Season are bad. seven was Se- seven, from the time I could, Daenerys I could end set on sail. Seven. From the time Daenerys set sail the Westeros, it it plummeted. My point was. I would rather keep Lord of the Rings because what does a five hundred million dollar show look like? No, right. I, that I, was my point, I, and I actually agree. And I, I, you, it, I, I have not remembered it at all. The Lord of the Rings, if and also if, if, you, remember, the if, you, if you remember Nick, I actually agreed with you. I actually agreed that if uh, I had to choose to keep one of them, I also would choose we're, Lord of the Rings. We're just arguing instead Nick, of talking about the episode. Yeah, Nick. For let's, no reason. Let's, let's end on this. Nick never dissed House of the Dragon. Okay? He's just been more excited for Rings of Power. Now, let's get back to the episode. My God, what an episode. Okay? They started they started so strong, in my opinion. And Nick knows, and you do too, Jason, actually. I love a good title. Love a good title. And I love when, like, you know, the whole uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier or whatever, Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing. The beginning, when they were, like, explaining Wait, everything. Pause, because then... he does not know. Ian's favorite part of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the last scene when it the title changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, okay. That's his favorite part okay. of the show is when the title changes at the very I was like, end. what are we okay. talking about right now? Like, yeah. What? I, Ian I, just likes when words change. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I really loved how they, they explained everything, like, you know, 172 years, etc. And then they highlighted, you know, before, you know, when Daenerys was born. I thought it was awesome. I got chills. And then the... And then the logo appeared, and I was hoping for more of a Game of Thrones kind of intro. That was my. I think we're getting it this week. I think that was my. I think I, I think that was my only disappointment. Disappointment. We're getting it in episode two. Are you sure oh, about that? Okay. I, I that's what I heard. Okay. I what I will say is I'm I'm very happy to hear the the theme at the end during the credits. Mm-hmm. That that made me very happy. Um, I I loved it. The, the performances were great. I think Damon is really something, bro. Yeah. Like he, man, just like the the malice behind his smile 
his subtle smile that he gives his uh his brother um Viserys. and just yeah and it's setting up the relationship with uh the the, the Viserys's daughter what's her name Rhaenyra's Rhaenyra Rhaenyra um setting up the relationship early on in that episode was was huge and i i like kind of have a theory on how it's gonna go and man i oh and they they start off strong with with rainier flying on a dragon like what what better i just want to i I just want to spoil everything for ian right now. i liked that when we saw her on the dragon flying over king's landing that the people there were just like oh oh Ah. It's like a bird to them. Right. Like they, exactly. they are so unfazed, right. which is the, such a like last a shock time, to like. The last time we saw a dragon flying over, uh, King's Landing, we were like, "What the f- are you doing, Daenerys?" <laughs> so, um, no, I I loved it. Everything from the wardrobe I missed, uh, the the fighting, the goriness I missed from Game of Thrones, uh, I miss the. Just like how you, how easily you can pick up, okay, this character is going to be a problem this you know this season or these these next couple episodes. Um, I just oh man, it just feels so good to be back in Westeros on Sunday nights. Yeah, it just feels right. As much as I hate season eight of Game of Thrones, I'm so happy to be back in this because as a world. It, it just feels like the world is united into this this franchise, and it's awesome. And I'm really hoping I get the same vibe during Rings of Power this next week. Um, so I, I loved it. I'm, I'm all in. I know you guys want to spoil a million things for me right now, and I'm really appreciative of you guys for not doing that. But I'm all in right now. This is, hey, um, Ian, this uh, is awesome. They all die. Everyone dies. Every single person you will ever see die. By the time we get to Game of Thrones. Oh, he's Jason's Jason's talking in real life. I mean both their characters and uh their actors die. I I mean you also would die. I don't know if you know this. Sorry, that was a that was a that was a joke that obviously didn't land with poor Ian. Uh he is not laughing. Ian is so sad <laughs> i cried i don't think i don't, I don't think you crushed I it know. i think it crushed you buddy <laughs> um, um uh, matt what is, matt, matt smith obviously what, let's all say in unison what is matt smith known for morbius <laughs> <laughs> it's morbid time jason it's morbid time uh matt smith is obviously known for doctor who that's like what he is known oh. for um he oh and and Stop being it. cast to play young more, more Palpatine in episode nine, and then his part getting cut from the movie. Oh, did that or, happen? He's also yeah. He was supposed to be young Palpatine. He's also in episode nine. He's also Morbius's he rival. Okay, guys, you guys are ruining this. My whole point was, uh, <laughs> my whole point was, after this show, people are gonna know Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen. Like, I think he, he is going to cement himself as this character. He was so. Good. Do you, need a do-, do you need a doctor? I am a doctor. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? I, I, Remember Morbius when he was walking into the cave at the beginning? The the helicopter pilot. Okay, pilot well, okay. Like... It's more. It's not Morbin time. <laughs> Morbin time is over. So, anyways, uh, I, I I'm speechless of how good this episode was. They're literally 
in my opinion, was not a missed beat. There was a creative decision that sounds like it came directly from George R. R. Martin that I don't know if I love, but I understand it. And I think maybe I'll come to like it more, but I understand why they did it. But it's not even a dislike. It's kind of a, mm, I don't know how I feel about that, but I probably will end up liking it. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. The scene in front of the the dragon skull? Balloon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, we don't want to spoil anything. I'm excited. I'm excited for Sunday. So, oh, we should have included Hard Knocks. We didn't include Hard Knocks. Oh, we should. Dude, Hard Knocks. We'll, we'll talk about that after when we finish. Hard Knocks up. is, when we, Hard Knocks is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that for a second. Uh, so, Nick, what did you think of the first episode? Yeah, really great. Great introduction, like you both have said. Um, that, I watched it with a group, and during the uh, birthing scene, if we can even call it that. Oh. Um, the guys muted the TV so I really? like they couldn't hear it. They were like they muted it so they didn't have to hear it, and they just hid under blankets. Dude, I I, like, I watched it on, with a on I watched it with unmute it right now. I watched it with a group of ten ish people as well. Dude, it was crazy watching that scene with a group of people. Oh my god! I had to go home and like turn it up on my TV so I could hear it like t- double. It was insane. One of the gnarliest things that they've done in that show in God. quite some time. And this is just continuing the theme of Game of Thrones and Westeros of just killing kids. Can I? Can they, I just? The kids say, are not safe. Can I just say that shot of the funeral where oh, it pans yeah. down to the? Oh my God! I was like, dude, you just you just did that just just it's, to the, see. Yeah, and then and then you see the little one, and I'm like, ah. the way but, that the way that they have made us endear to these characters right away. They we I mean, an hour is not a lot of time. An hour is not a lot of time. They built up the world, the lore, where we're at politically, characters, relationships. I mean, they they built this up in one hour so well it's so impressive what they did with this first pilot episode it's so refreshing to hear jason talk good of any media that comes out so it used it's just to so nice what, to my ears what, didn't it used to be nick at the beginning of the pod that hated everything yeah nick was always the we we the, were, were we trade off it depends i mean i literally did not like bullet train that much and you were like no you need to be happy <laughs> <laughs> uh, well let's end on this and we could talk about hard knocks for a quick second too all right. Did you guys see that video of, um, like, the handful of apartment uh, yes, in New York, all watching, in New York. Yeah, all watching Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon? So, so. Um, so obviously, I didn't know this, but there's still an HBO channel, so you can still... Li- watch it live. Watch it live. I didn't. I honestly had yeah. no idea. There's still an HBO channel. <laughs> yeah, wait until you hear about the rest of TV. <laughs> Dude, Cable's wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah all right yeah, hard yeah, knocks oh right, yeah i'll i'll, I'll well, head this one okay. because ah uh, well we I all love... we, no you and i Ian, are the only no, yeah uh, we're the only lions we're the only i mean how cool is it that but we I, were chosen? I, I can still yeah yeah nick is nick you know what nick is Nick is an honorary lion hey, guy. Nick, if, when they're not playing the Ravens, he roots for us. Nick can, okay? Nick can screw off. I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Hart Knox is in Detroit. Um, 
<laughs> we have three episodes so far, and wow, is it fun. It's so much fun. I, I like, half of me just wants to, like, disregard the thought of, oh, they're, they're all just putting on this act because the cameras are around. But, like, this is, like, this is Dan Campbell. He's the most loved coach in the NFL right now. And you got Jamal Williams making one of the most emotional speeches I've ever heard right off the get-go in the first episode. And, I mean, you can't not like this team right now from what we're watching. Like, even if even if you're the, the worst person in the world, a Packers fan, and you're watching this, like, you gotta, you just gotta crack a smile every now and then. I wonder, so. I wonder if we're liking it so much because we're Lions fans. Like, do other teams, when they watch their team of Hot Knocks, feel the same way? Because uh, I, I like watching yeah. Hot Knocks. I enjoy watching it, but I never have I felt this way. And I, it's gotta be because it's my team. Yeah. Yeah. And as, I mean, I've never watched the, the Ravens on Hard Knocks, but this is the best season pound for pound since the 2019 Raiders season when Antonio Brown went on a like a maniac streak. Yeah, that was a good season. The last couple the cu- last couple years the double LA season wasn't that great. Last year the Cowboys one was so boring. The Cowboys season was like hard to watch. Like it was just so boring. Yep. Um this is electric. You got a lot of a lot of fun characters out in Detroit. So yeah, cheering for the Lions. Seeing them on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, you nice. are, you're I'm coming with. I'm coming day? with. Yeah. Are you I'm guys coming against with. the Bills? Are you guys yep. serious? You guys are both going? He, I don't know if Ian is going, but I, yeah, my, like 20 of my family members are flying in, and my dad, like, called the day that they opened and got, like, two rows. Oh, my gosh. That's going to yeah. be a we're going, going to watch Josh, Josh Allen and the Bills versus the Lions on Thanksgiving. It, I don't think it's going to end well for the Lions. I would say, you know, this, this season hyped me up a ton. I'm so stoked. You know, uh, we have a promising team. Guys, we're not going to probably win a lot of games this season. I think you, I if, you, your, if you can win six, six, seven games, I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we won, what, three I, games? I'm, predict, I'm predicting three we and a win tie. seven or eight. So we should have won, like, if I mean, if we win, if we win seven or eight, I'll be ecstatic. If we win six, I will be content if we win less than six uh, i mean you i mean look at the division the most complete team in the north is minnesota i mean you can't I mean, uh, yeah I'll, yeah is, is minnesota it, I mean, that's what i was saying you yeah. can't really rule out aaron Rodgers, but minnesota from top to bottom the bears are terrible bears are bad like if you can beat up on the bears twice and steal a game away from green bay and we always the Vikings, do Somehow we always, we yeah, always manage to steal a game from Green Bay, but we can never steal games from the Bears. Or the, uh, well, we did, we or did, that, uh, the, we did steal the our first win from the Vikings. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, who, bro. That oh. his little section was awesome. Yeah. That was so sick. Dude, that got me that hyped. A beast. I wa- after that section, I was like, we have the greatest wide receiver in the game. We have the best yeah. receiver in the freaking <laughs> game. Literally, literally. And it's because oh. his dad was a bodybuilder. And he, and he, <laughs> yeah, his dad oh, being, awesome. his dad being like, "Are you, are you so such a girl for drinking water?" And, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not drinking water anymore. And then his, and then his uh, Tom Brady uh, rundown of every receiver picked ahead of him in yeah, the draft. That oh, was insane. Chef's oh, kiss. God. All right, well let's yeah. let's and, let's uh, let's finish up. I mean, wow, we guys, this is an hour and a half pod. Let's just let's just kill it. Done. Walk away. This is it.
Thank you for listening to episode 21. All right. Thank you, everyone. I love you, Mom. Okay. All right. See you guys.